0: Welcome to the Live Free Podcast, with your host, Mike Maxwell, recorded November 18th, 2010, with guest, Adeami Esmi Uedifayoy, a.k.a. Mood Swing King.
1: Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Mike Maxwell. This week on the podcast, we have my homie, Yomi, a.k.a. Mood Swing King from the broken dreams crew there's a couple audio issues um on this episode i i clicked this a button that i shouldn't have uh and so there's a couple parts that might seem weird like all of a sudden the volume will get low but um don't worry about it 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 comes back and and levels back out and at least uh, i always say i learn from my stupid so and i I said at the very beginning of this thing i was going to make mistakes but um Yomi and I have a bunch of, of really cool conversations about um, a number of different topics, including Africa, music, art, uh, race relations, and beefing with the internet. So, Kickback, I hope you uh, had downloaded this and are playing it on your iPod in your car or, um, you know, you're playing it on your iTunes. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the iTunes if you haven't already. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or anything, I've, I've gotten some really cool feedback. Go ahead and send me an email or find me on Facebook Mike Maxwell Art. My Twitter is at, at @mikemaxwellart and the website is mikemaxwellart.com. So Kick back and enjoy the episode, and
0: thanks again for this. I life, so you gotta respect that. A penny for my thoughts, and I show you where my head's at. you spent finding logic in these lines. i lost my mind, and honestly, I'm feeling better than ever. Seven ties and bad weather, skin like leather. Stronger now than I used to be. That's why I'm sitting on my throne as a moose swinging. Alright,
1: well, thanks for coming up and doing the show. Worries, man. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having you wanna, me. Uh, on. You want to you want to enunciate your your entire birth name
0: for yeah. for the people? Yeah, most people butcher it. Um, yeah, I, was, I, I didn't want to try to do it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, wait, wait, maybe I should try. Right? Try, maybe yeah, I should. Yeah, wait. Yeah, it. Let's see. I got it. I got it written down. I gotta look at it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Abiyomi Ishmael Adiofie. Oh, close, close, see, close. I, I got it. It's kind of French yeah, sounding to me.
0: Yeah, a lot of people say that shit. A lot of people say it sounds like a French. But, uh, it's like a
1: mixture between, like, like Arabic and French, almost.
0: I'm sure it's... Like, it Judaism, or, you, or you, know, and, you know... You know what I mean? I'm sure you're a bunch of Europeans divvied up the fucking it, land and shit.
1: I, I also kind of want to pronounce the, your middle
0: name as is Ishmael, instead of is Ishmael. Actually, actually it's Ismayu. That's the way it's yeah. That's how my mom Because we put it's that ish on it. Yeah, yeah. I ish. Just a, all right, now that
1: I butchered it, you... <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: all good, bro. Abayomi ish ma'am. Um, ish I, buy it's my, it's my, I oh, yeah. That's how you said it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you you
1: it's that just slight variation in enunciation yeah. like where you where you emphasize that
0: letter yeah there's certain different inflections too like mm-hmm. i'll speak differently when i'm speaking like yoruba or even words that are yoruba you know it'll sound different coming out of my mouth like less american and whatnot yeah know? so Yeah, there, there is definitely that that like patterning yeah. that rhythm to it yeah it's different like if i'm if americans say my name is usually yomi and like, mm-hmm. my mom said yomi yeah, it's just a different sound. Yeah, it. I don't know. It's like right. hard to explain this shit.
1: It's but, even yeah. even like from English to Spanish, like the the like hard A's or oh, like yeah. something that just sounds Definitely. so silly, Definitely. silly when you just just a slight misannunciation. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you were born in Nigeria then, right? Yep. Yeah, born in
0: Nigeria, in 1981. Um, lived out there for like four years, and then uh, moved out here. Like my my dad already had roots out here. He's uh-huh. you know he had a first marriage out here, so he already had two kids with uh, an American wife out here. But um yeah, you know came to America for like dreams and freedom and you right. know all the shit everyone else has sold. You know what I mean? So what are your folks like? Um, they're uh, of course like to the to the average like American, they'll think that they're super uh they're super liberal and like you know what I mean like. But they're actually pretty conservative, like, when it boils down to it, like, all their views and, like, uh, just their ideals, like, everyday life type shit, they're actually pretty fucking conservative. Yeah. Aside from the fact that we're Nigerian, so of course it's gonna have that view of, like, oh, you guys are so diverse, or yeah. this, that, and the third, like, my mom. Well, uh, when
1: when did your folks, well, I know you said you were four, so... Yeah.
0: So they spent their entire lives there in Nigeria? For the most part, yeah, my pops came out here first time in like '75. Don't quote me, but uh, for the most part, though, Nigeria is like where they grew up, where they get yeah. you know rites of passage type shit happen. So over, over there, the history of Nigeria is pretty
1: crazy. Yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. So they they probably experienced the colonialism
0: uh, yeah. aspect of it, most and then definitely. even. So, you left in 81? I left in 81. If, even, even, like, my cousins and shit that are my age, they, you know what I mean? They deal with all that shit. Yeah. I left, I left super early, and I still hear tales and stories from, like, my uncles and all that shit, but for the most part, like, of course I can't. I can read up on Nigerian politics, but you don't know it unless you, live. it's all like, allegory of the cave type shit, you know what I mean? It's depending on where you're looking at it from. Right. But, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty intense, you know what I mean? it's pretty fucking intense actually yeah. not not even well i
1: mean bit. if we look at it 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 could be called the you know the heartland It's like the civilization oh, yeah. of, of humanity no definitely so we all could have came out of that that basin along the the, the, along the river there. there yeah, yeah. that's
0: definitely almost there. and nigeria too like nigeria i mean in in africa nigeria's uh looked at as like one of the richest richest uh um countries not only with mo- monetarily but even with uh, like natural resources like oil shit like that right. but, well, but all that money stays you know what I mean it stays at the top tier right, right. it's super corrupt like families run like there's this elite families it's, it's kind of like a, just the same way as here but there's not as much regulation in Nigeria around all that shit like the political structure is still fucked you know what I
1: mean so it's I, mean, I know that 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 was, you know, like the haven for the British slave trade came out of came off the, the Western Shore right right there. Yeah. I know that it sort of almost set up kind of like America now, like in terms of like a democracy, like the way they have it set up in the States within, within that that little portion. And you could tell it kind of has like that colonial aspect to it. But obviously, I don't know that no, much no, about it. it. But, like, you see, like, it seems like some of those ties carry on. And we see it here, too. Like, the way our, like, the the English sort of ideals and, like, society structures and shit passed on. Oh, yeah, most definitely. everybody came to
0: here. Most definitely. I think, like, all. It's, like, always this view of, like, America. America's where you go to, to you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, people from other countries, that's the way they view it. No matter what other country you're from, you know about America. And, you, and there's that. There's that, like, uh, you've sold that idea of freedom and liberty and all that shit. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, yeah. you go to Nigeria, I guarantee every fucking kid on the street knows who 50 Cent is. Like, yeah. I guarantee. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you go, you walk around America, you're not going to know. You yeah. know what I mean? We're not going to know fucking who's who's big in Spain or, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. We just don't do that. We just have, it's just Western civilization and America is that. Yeah. You know, as opposed to when, like, Britain, yeah, Britain. Like back in the colonial, you know, days of like Britain and Europe, they split the whole shit up. But now it's like, even with technology and shit, you have the brokest motherfuckers in Nigeria. Like I said, but they will be rocking like Fubu and like just weird shit that, yeah. that we might not, you know, think that they're up on. Yeah. But it's just that influence that's there. But
1: and it's crazy that happens in
0: such a short period of time. With them, oh yeah, you know? yeah, especially technology. Right. like that's just fucking. Uh, so you got a lot smaller.
1: So. Shit got pretty hectic there.
0: Yeah. With the with the
1: finding of oil and the, yep. the oil business being able to get in there and start start wrecking shit, we all know like what what happens after that. Like, see it, we've seen it for the last ten years. You know. Yeah. Um. But did you did you get out of there like as as it was hitting the fan? Was it was there like a safety issue? Because I know it was like a military coup took over and who knows it probably okay was, yeah that was you know, like u.s. What? u.s. funded military yeah, yeah, coup.
0: yeah. which you know I'm or sure we don't, don't know but you know it, what i'm saying but um it wouldn't be surprising yeah well, speculatively honestly to tell you the truth i didn't really deal with too much of that shit i yeah, was well, a little you're a kid, kid right of course but um like there's definite stories from like my my dad and like my my mom and shit like my dad said there are certain times where you you wait for gas for like fucking three days or like bullshit like that. There's just like uh like political games played. You know, like they control the oil, they control everything. So so all that shit is kind of rationed out, even though it's pitched as like a democracy. But really, all in all, it's not because it's like the elite that runs it, and it's apparent. It's not. It's not like a trickle down theory. There's no. There's no like social. There's no like social reform. There's not like what. There's no welfare plans not, <laughs> in, any, in any way, shape, or form. You know what yeah. I mean? That shit just ain't happening. You know? Yeah. So there, and then that gets in with crime and shit. Like, like Lagos is a pretty gully ass city because of that. You know? And then it, even just like fucking George W. Dude, like last time he went to fucking Nigeria, he, he fucking got his hands deep like all up in the oil. Like he signed contracts and shit with like. People that run the oil out of Nigeria to make sure they, you know, he's making his coin off of it, uh-huh. too. It, it, I don't know. It, it goes to, from the top all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. It's all fucking just, it's all just corrupt, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And we don't ever hear about it. Nah. You know, it's not coming up. I feel that even here, though, too. Fools yeah. are just blind to that shit. Like, it's pretty hectic out of here, too. Yeah. So, uh, so did you move directly to San Diego? Nah, um, we came through the East Coast, of course, I think it was like New Jersey or New York, we came in, and then we moved to LA, that's where I like grew up, early part of my life, so I was in LA all the way up until sophomore year of high school, like I lived in Hawthorne, I lived in Gardena, and then uh, we moved to a house on uh, uh, 104th Street in Inglewood, and that's like where I grew up for a the major part of my life you know what i'm saying like young 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 life yeah. like all my brothers and sisters That was like the house that we grew up in you know what i mean and then um like close to the end i bounced out to brawley uh, uh,
1: then yeah. my mom yeah my mom started
0: working for the prison she got uh, a job yeah. working for the prison and shit. so she went out there and then uh my mom and dad split up and then uh my mom we we got that with my mom to philly for a little bit. We were there for like a year, year and a half. She had some friends over there just to get away from like, because mm-hmm. you know, divorce is going to be fucking ugly and shit. Yeah. So we yeah. dipped out there and then uh came back to LA and then lived in San Diego after that, moved out here sophomore year of high school. So I've lived other places and shit, but of course San Diego's like where? It's yeah. my kind of like home, you know? Right. Do you uh,
1: remember the first tape you ever got or the first CD? The first, yeah. Do you yeah remember I the first tape did, you got, like bought or because I or used to, like that was a gift or. Do you oh, okay. remember like the first tape that you got? All right, I I used to like, fucking. Oh shit!
0: This, this is my first how, tape. This is how we <laughs> used to do shit. My brother, my brother, my brother Tunde. He was like, he's like the one that you know. He listened to hip hop. He all sorts of music actually. But when I was a kid, like I would go to him for fucking music. But I wouldn't like go to him. I just like my dad had a nice tape set up. My dad had music too. Don't get me wrong. Like, he had a fucking, like, record collection in the den and yeah, shit. Yeah, And, like, pretty extensive shit. Not just, like, not just shit that was American, like, Nigerian shit. All yeah. sorts of stuff. Like, it's was pretty diverse. You know, that was one cool thing, like, growing up. He had all sorts of shit. Like, I remember fucking cool Herc shit in, in my dad's collection of Fela and, like, Miles Davis. Just all sorts of Peter Simon. Like, you know what I mean? There's all sorts of shit. But uh, when, first tape I got... I I stole I I stole my brother's tape, right? He, but he had a fucking he had a uh, black sheet tape, uh-huh. the one with the end, it was all like, Fuck you, fuck you, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but uh, I stole that shit and then I dubbed it because my dad had like his old you know music set up and shit. So uh-huh. I dubbed the tape and then uh like you know I, I'm I'm rocking these tapes and shit. and I had one of those little fucking uh what are those little uh players called Real, uh, had like the Manic Mondays little fucking tapes back not even the Walkman it was before the Walkman it was played it just was a little mini there.
1: tape like the ones that are in the But like, it, was yeah.
0: a, it was a full tape I used to play it out of there basically So it was, yeah. I didn't even have like a headphone jack for it I yeah. just used to play it out of there and then one <laughs> time my dad came in and I was just like I was singing this like Black Sheep song and I was fucking I was just cussing and shit woke up I it's the intro on the Black Sheep album, basically. I'm gonna play it right there. I'll put it yeah, on yeah. Insert it right here. But my dad whooped my ass. Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> I stole his. I stole my dad. Like, none, like, none Yo, motherfucker. What the fuck you looking at? Yo, get out my motherfucking face. Right Yo, man, tripped it. I was out on the ad, man. This thing was in me wrong. So I put up on the fucking ad, and I smoked ass. Woke up. Didn't choke up. Saw my AK. It was broke up. Put it together like a jigsaw. store. Got my nine and my rainbow knife on the floor. Went to the bathroom and people rush. Yo, who the fuck used my toothbrush? Went to my sister's room, yo, bitch,
1: <laughs> <wake> up. <laughs> but then, what about cool. CD? Remember when CDs came in the big cardboard square thing? No, I
0: didn't even, I didn't even get CDs. Uh, so don't I don't the...
1: even, I don't even know about the big app Yeah, uh, well, they used to come in, um, it would be like the CD case, and yeah. then there would be a, a cardboard outside, like a packaging, you know. So you know, like a like a cereal box kind of. Really? But it was like you know, like the same width as a CD, but it was like this, you know, like a foot tall. And no, then they would I'm do a sleeping on. This they shit. would do yeah. the album cover, you know, on the front. So yeah. it'd be like a big graphic. So it was like, it was like two CDs, tall.
0: Huh? No, man, I, I didn't. I remember for all, like I said we use a lot of tapes. My dad yeah. like vinyl and shit, but nah, dude, that shit went over my head. though. Yeah, I'll
1: have to I'll have to find. Yeah, yeah I want to see shit that. that shit shit. But I had I got a Megadeth CD. Oh really? That was that was my first CD that I ever had.
0: Yeah, I think the first CD that I cop was a, uh, style. It yeah, like the first yeah, shit that I actually yeah. fucking. Got. You know, I I just got
1: that from the library recently again and put it back onto the iTunes and this is the most shit. Nah, it's dope. It I like all good. that fucking
0: g Buck shit. Yeah, shit is good.
1: So, I guess we talked about some of your early musical influences. Was there somebody who like, like, stood out to you as like, oh shit, that like influenced you to want to pursue music? Because obviously, you
0: probably music's been in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Like, uh, it's just like different artists. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know what point I was like, oh, I, I gotta do music. It wasn't, like, a choice like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I wrote down, I remember back in the day writing down, like, poems and dumb shit like that, and the only way that I would, I mean, of course, it's gonna transfer over with music. I mean, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So that wasn't, that was never an option, yeah. but, like, inspiration to actual actually, like, make shit and make my own shit, there was a lot of stuff, like, uh. I don't know. I can't just say it was just music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. It's not even like a bad, bad question, but there was a lot of shit. Like, even when asked back in the day, kind of made me want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just voice out my, voice yeah. out certain opinions and, you know, there's other shit too, you know? Yeah. So, but.
1: So, well, let's get to writing then. Let's talk okay. about, so when did you start, when did you start
0: writing things down? Like. Like, uh. Ever since I was a little kid, like I remember, my daddy was—he was strict as fuck. So he used to make us like, we didn't—we didn't get to—we didn't do playtime and shit. Like some of the time, he'd make us like read, read a book, and then we'd write something about it. He'd even make us like write stories and shit like that. And like back in the day, I used to hate that shit. Yeah. I just hated it, you know. Yeah. But all in all, it kind of did help me have like that constructive view about things. And he was strict, so I didn't take it as that. I wish I was fed it a different way or pitched it a different way. Uh-huh. But you know, uh back like 9 years old I, I remember when I was like writing shit, like stories or just dumb comics even, like fucking uh-huh. drawing a comic and writing some shit, dialogue. But um in terms of hip hop and shit, that that ended up evolving like through high school, of course I did like poetry, and I never really I didn't I still didn't believe think it was like rap. Yeah,
1: well here that's I yeah. want I kind of wanted to to make a point on that. Like as an artist where I think we we turn into sort of like hobbyists and we try to get our hands in a lot of yeah. different things. Like, creative people want to yeah. do that, right? Yeah, yeah. So like I've wrote some stuff, uh, written some things in the past and like it it felt like I was being fake kind of. Yeah. Like it was like it felt kind of contentious and kind of like I felt awkward about it. And I'm I'm wondering if that is just a natural reaction that that everybody has because like
0: I definitely and not saying that who knows your, that shit might be better than most fucking rappers that actually even rap, you know? <laughs> but you know even just like if I were to fucking I could I can't draw but I can I, you know I, if I was sketching something I would never ever put it on that level but it just depends if it is you you just being shy and kind of having inhibitions yeah I think everybody deals with that shit but. If it feels put on, I think he right. would, you know what I'm saying. Well, there's there's some
1: there's something that happens in that transition because I could even read lyrics, yeah, and and it won't make sense. It'll like it, it'll seem kind of strange. What and to then, your
0: lyrics or just lyrics in general? Just lyrics in general, like uh, reading
1: yeah. them as like just written text, right? Okay. And separating the, the the writing from the the performance of the musical song. Okay. Per se. All right. But there's something that happens in that transition from just the written word to the performance. So whatever, however that written word becomes enunciated, it kind of gets back to that enunciation thing. That it becomes something more confident and more like, uh, like more meaningful almost. Like huh. something else happens in that, in the perform the performance transition. Like, okay. like that for me, it almost sense. feels like that's the art, you know, whether it's a recording or, uh, or a live performance or, you know, just the performance of of that piece that was written at at some point.
0: Okay, that makes that makes complete sense then. Do you write all the time? I I try to yeah. I try to write all the time. Like uh like these days most of the time like if I'm writing I write I'll write raps or some shit, or even sometimes I just jot down ideas. Like yeah. I, I feel like that's like a really that's more of like a exercise that I try to do and I try to keep up on just to keep thoughts fresh. Yeah. But um. And Twitter is great for that. Show. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not I'm, I'm gonna fight with it. You. You're fighting uh, in the internet. Fuck, <laughs> yeah. man, that's a yeah, fight. That's being a bitch right now. That's a big <laughs> fucking battle. Nah, nah. <laughs> well, but, <that's> uh, <laughs> nah, I just you know, some time to time I get like weird about internet. You know what I'm saying? And, like social, social avenues and shit. You know? Right. But then again, it's it just is what it is. It's what it is.
1: That's sort of what this yep. is about too. It, like yeah. getting some face to face time instead of yeah, like yeah. like having. Conversations on the internet is kind of fucking weird. Like, yeah, it is weird. There's something it's fucking about weird. You, you need <laughs> to hear people's voices. Like you need to, yeah. you need to know what people's emotions are about certain things. And it's funny. so much
0: gets misconstrued. Definitely, and I feel like people hide behind. Of course, you know they have behind personas and like people. It's easier to she, you sitting here having a conversation with me. You see like my facial features. You see like what I'm doing. My mannerisms. You know when I'm nervous. So yeah, when I'm yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like internet is like way too much of a filter. Like, motherfuckers... And that's the reason why I'm fighting the internet right now. motherfucker be phony, dude. <laughs> that's... Right. You know what I mean? Like...
1: I, I hate to keep saying it, but that's, again, that's what this shit yeah. is about. This is, like, about being fucking no, honest sure. about, like, real-life yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. And, and part of me is, like... There's certain things that I wouldn't talk about with people, you know, that like, or that I wouldn't even talk about with people who are close to me. But now I'm like, well, if, if there's a reason why I'm saying like, all right, I'm not going to talk about this. There's some sort of level of shame that that stops you from having certain conversations or some sort of like fucking disconcern about something. Yeah. And or inhibition
0: or fear. Right.
1: Right. Which it all ends up down to at that quantitative level. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, I'm like, fuck it. Why not just be honest? Like, make a record of, yeah, of yeah. what I, I actually have opinions about and not and not be shy about. It. Not worry about if other people are going to judge me or whatever. No, work. Like, you know? And then again,
0: the internet, just be like devil's advocate because this is what everyone deals with these days. The internet helps people. Some people do that. Like, it helps you. I mean, that's how most artists blow up these days. Like, right. because they're jumping out of their shell and like, what? What is their comfort zone, and they're putting it out there. And I guess that's a that's an exercise I probably need to work on, just like that that cancellation of like that there, like yeah. Being wholehearted even on that level, like I feel like it translates a lot. Just like you said, when you write, there's like a certain level of it being false or or it's too, you know what I mean. Uh, it, it just loses a certain a certain level. Like, yeah, I want motherfuckers to know what I'm doing, but when I'm when I'm putting it, you know what I mean. Actually seeing myself put it down there, it's like kind of like huh is that what i'm doing <laughs> yeah it just makes you question shit like what am i what am are, what are i you know what are my reasons for doing this like what are my motives what are what are other people's motives and shit like why are you telling me that what like, you, say, you know what, know you what i'm think? saying what
1: kind of answers do you get from those questions of
0: course of course a lot of it is uh uh you're, you're of course you're trying to create and that's the thing i mean we're, we're artists full we create and that's like a that shit's godly, dude, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But people create. It's different when you create, like, a, your life or, like, what. Not even that. I guess what you put out for people to to see. It's just, a, I don't know. It's just me being really constructive and, and, and kind of picking it apart. And not, like I said, mean we're just beefing right now, dog. You know <laughs> what I mean? You know. I'll fuck with the internet in a second. But, well, you know, I, uh.
1: I taught a class at uh, City College last night, an illustration class, and we were talking about that, like that, like that honesty level, like what are you, what do you really want to get out of it? Because yeah. I could tell there was, you know, six or seven kids out of the 30 kids in the class who were interested in what I was talking about, and I, I was like, all right, we got to like a question and answer, and I was like, I want to ask you guys a question, like what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah.
0: Like, are you here
1: because this is what you have to do? Like I'm not gonna tell you what what position to take or how to go about doing something, but for me, like I make shit because I have to. And we we ended up always getting back to the idea that there's this meditative phase that takes place in the creation process. That once we hit like whatever that like creative energy is, that when we get into the process making of, of doing something, creating something. It almost becomes like, for me, it's like a mantra, like somebody who meditates and and says "Om" for four hours straight. Right, yeah, kind of. Just so kind I'm of, doing a brushstroke. Oh, yeah, brushstroke, brush stroke. I'm painting the same painting over and over again. It's just a, it's just a creative method of, of going through the, the, the problem solving. And I think there's something that we get in the creative uh, process when we hit that sort of Zen, like forget about. Like bullshit, like currency and taxes and yeah. the cops and fucking mortgages yeah, yeah. and paying rent and bills and all that shit. Yeah. When all that shit goes away, and and there's something that we get, and I don't even know what to call it. Like it, it's some reward. And for me, when I hit those stages and and, and get that process done, like I'm already paid. Like I'm already wealthy, right? Huh. Okay. You know, I, I think we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, this before. Yeah, like. Yeah. Like I gain no, wealth, no, in that. and yeah. then everything else is a bonus. Everything yeah. else is profit. What happens afterwards is is added to the the already stacks of wealth. Even though I'm poor as fuck, don't no don't no no I,
0: no. I under I totally understand what you're saying. Like that I makes. Mean, I feel like most people that actually are doing shit, they're doing it wholeheartedly, and it's like hard on their sleeve type living, as opposed to. As opposed to like a, a certain goal, like you said, you, you have to do this. If you want you also you want to, but you have to. It's like yeah. a process, almost like a ritual. It's like yeah, like about that show Dexter or whatever. It's just like a ritual that like they it has to be carried out. Like it just always has to be carried out, right. and it helps you cope and it helps you deal with things. So it helps sometimes, to not be insane. Yeah. Sometimes I'll make a track, and I'm like, okay, it took me forever to write something, but the fact that it's already it's just done. That's enough of a completion, and I know that means bullshit to my mom. Like my mom expects <laughs> me. You know what I'm saying? Like she's more like, Yummy, fucking chill the fuck out, get a good job, buy a fucking nice house, buy a nice car, have a fucking nice wife, have nice kid." You know what I'm saying? And not to be yeah. all cliche about that shit, but it's more kind of the process. And I feel, I you know, I, I definitely am surrounded by people like that, and that's more, you know, I. It just is the it, way it, it, you know. It seems to be that creative
1: types are, are. it's not that we're, we're not interested in getting paid and, and, and having, like, those nice things, but it, it in the end, doesn't become what your what the aim is. I think it's in that process that is is what we, we aim and strive for, and, like, that's why people like me and probably like you that, like, have to do this shit and, and make the things that it is that you make that you have to go through those steps and if you
0: don't it, it becomes a, uh, like a burden I like oh, almost uh I feel like'm I feel like I'm even losing like a piece of me like when I don't write for a period amount of time it's like dude what am I doing? Like I have like a, a battle with like a sense of self even you know like it, it makes me question like who the fuck I am or and I you know I, I feel like a lot of people feel feel like that regardless of what it may be man whether it's work and they could break it down on numerous levels like working out whatever but for the most part I just feel like there's like a loss of sense of self like if I'm just sitting there stagnating I'm not like being productive and it's not changing Like right? there's there's something valuable in having time to just sit and think
1: yeah like those processes where you just sit and be quiet and I think that that sort of Zen phase which I use that term loosely because it's like something yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. descriptive. <clears throat> You give yourself time to sort of philosophize about what this life is. And I think we kind of get, we're able to think past all the the money and and big house and like that, like typical American dream. Like we see the phoniness in that. And maybe it's acid. I don't know. Maybe it's acid. But it it, shows the it could very out. well Because that, sh- that sure does, too. I was, I was promoting <laughs> eating mushrooms in the, in the yeah, yeah, city yeah. college class.
0: Oh, really? Because literally, it
1: turned into a discussion about the nature of reality, eventually. Of like, we course. just had, like, a three-hour discussion.
0: Anything like that, dude. Like, anything. Traveling, going somewhere. We've talked about it, like... Traveling, going somewhere, even like taking a mind trip, like whether it's hallucinogenics or like a music or that zen, zen point, like that traveling is like ultimately what you're doing, doing it for, yeah. in a sense. I feel like most people, at least. What, what am I listening to? Yeah. Um, I know we, we put a bunch of uh, Built to Spill. Oh, yeah, Built to uh... Spill. Bills Spill has actually has been getting a lot of play recently. Uh I was on Facebook, see, one of the good things about Facebook. One day I was on Facebook. i see you back. Some now. dude, yeah, <laughs> see? Some dude uh, put some We talk
1: about dying Out word right here, but the audio the original audio got fucked up. I, I he he did the one rap that says I want the knife, which is the Eddie Murphy line I want from the, the Golden Child. Child. yeah which is like my favorite shit. That's my shit, dude. <laughs> I just fucking
0: shaved my mustache off recently and I look like Monk Man. I feel like I look like Monk Man when I shave. Yeah. So people don't know who Monk Man is. Dude, with the fucking little uh, tool. He had the hat. He had like the poker hat. Uh-huh, fucking yeah. funny looking white dude. Yeah. That's on the back. I so said, yeah. But I didn't love that fucking movie. Yeah, shave dude. It, too. Let him ask it. I said, ha, ha,
1: ha, the knife. Let him ask again.
0: I want tonight please so the unknown you gon fuck with my new self flow and hot the music to be so gon to that you fuck new sex so what do with the lock do what the handle to go to whole to fuck with the chosen one I want to knock you one It's very uh I don't know it's it I, I don't even know how to, it's, it's very niche
1: I don't know. It's just different. Well, type it's really of coming
0: out of South Africa, too. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of it is. I don't, I, I don't know if I believe that shit. You know, I don't know I if look. you
1: believe that they're from South Africa. No, I believe that. Or that it's their bit. It's like just a Just their,
0: sh- their bit, bit dude. Like, it's a stick.
1: Yeah.
0: And don't get me wrong, sticks are good, too. Even those fools out future, I feel like they kind of have a stick. Yeah. Like, they don't really rate people. But like, but that's it. Shit. It's that performance yeah. thing. Like, something no, yeah, see, there in you And that, that change. Like, the videos and shit, all that. Yeah. Dope. Like, I feel like the, their image and everything, that's a dope-ass concept. But, like, when it comes It'd be to the show, I can't, album, I right. can't, I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. No, like, like it's not that uh, entertaining to me. The visuals and everything is funny, and I like, I, I even watch some of that shit, but I couldn't possibly, like, just press play and start my day. To <laughs> like, that's not how I'm trying to live. <laughs> it just, again, yeah, I'm not hating on it either. No, I know. You know? It's just your opinion. Yeah. so that's fine. It just is what it is. There's a lot of shit so much like even new hip-hop a lot of people sleep on just because it's kind of cliche and poppy and kind of uh street culturist. you know what i mean yeah. like that's kind of pop these days you know in a yeah. sense and especially looking at it from i guess our perspective you know but you get sort of jaded right yeah, 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 you yeah, kind of, yeah or you yeah. have like a filter and you're but like, there's a lot of it a that's good filter. though so, <laughs> yeah i try not to just close it off right off
1: I'm always looking. Like I always go through my library system, and whenever yeah. new new stuff pops through, I try to I try to grab it up. God damn, nothing's like hit me like, ooh, this is the this is the
0: shit. Yeah, most shit that I really really like are shit shits that I hear from fucking friends or yeah. local acts and shit. Like I get more hyped on that than there's shit that I listen to and I bump, but when I actually go out and support music and like buy it and and do that kind of shit, it's more. I know that person and I know that kind of struggle kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But there's, of course, there's always shit that catches my ear that I just hear, but I get it's, more.
1: It's weird how we find those patterns, right? Like, I, I notice, like, there's, actually, there's a couple, like, I, I'm finding singles that I like, but I'm not yeah. finding something where I'm, I'm like, rocking the whole album typically.
0: I think that's just Which a, I, I think culture that's, and shit. Yeah, Having blogs right. and shit, like, people just pop, you know, the best of. Basically, and, you know, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Like, the best of this, that, and third. It's, it's cool because you get you get put on a lot of shit. But there you go. Internet thing again, you know. Be Shit's dope, man. Oh, the new tattoos? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's Ben Grillo. He's fucking
0: Shit's cool. It's
1: clean, crazy. too. Yeah. That's a
0: tele-clean. I like that shit. He did my hand,
1: the eyeball on my hand, and this pine cone.
0: Oh, okay. This shit is wild. You got some tattoos, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I got a, a few. Collection. Yeah. Honky Kong fucking I was up in here. Yeah. Yep. Cause he did a shirt for you guys too. huh? Yeah, yeah, he did a shirt for us. Uh, he actually did a flyer for us, um, and then we ended. I hit him up, see what's up, and put on a shirt and shit. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's uh it's a old English and broken dreams collab A the broken English show we did with them. with uh-huh. him. But a dope shirt, dope yeah. ass shirt. So we were
1: talking to him about um, interracial dating. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like some of the the like racism that he faced yeah. and like the issues that he faced down in the south and uh you're in an interracial yeah.
0: relationship right yeah you just had an anniversary yeah three years Congratulations, strong, sweet baby t shout I And mean,
1: your, your girl is uh she's
0: hawaiian no nah, no nah, her, her mom's lives out in hawaii but she's a uh, she's sicilian and french see that's a i know that's, that's like her, her last name
1: sounds like sounds yeah yeah principato she, she runs a, a cool ass blog, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: she, Let's shout out the blog. Yep, sweetbabyt.blogspot.com. Yep, I check and in pretend and pretend I know what's going on <laughs> in fashion. Right? <laughs> You're You're devil. Devil.
1: I had some user error difficulties right here. So we lost a good chunk of uh, this part of the interview where we talk about sort of race relation stuff. Um, but we picked back up on it at the end of the podcast. So just keep listening and uh, we'll get back to these topics. Well, what, but, but what's strange is that obviously we, by now most of us know we're all the same shit. We all came from the same thing. We all have the same genetics, with just minor little traits that are different based on geographical
0: yeah. location. Ultimately, right? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So in such a short time, we've obviously changed our our outward appearances based on on these locations, uh-huh. but we haven't. We, it seems like. We've shortened time like we haven't really been outside the tribe for that long. Our oh, yeah. existence no, isn't at that at long all. in in not at, at all in our modern history.
0: No, not at know? all, and not just even not in just in human US. history. I'm talking like yeah, just in general, dude. You know, but um, I know I know what you mean. There is that. There's still that like that stutter step, that kind of like no matter what is still a thought, like yeah. whether it's a it's it's a it's it's like the main thought or or the the driving thought. It's still. I know what you mean. It, 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 it's true. It, it's totally true. I feel that even when I. I'm sure the first time I knew her mom before. You know, I knew her, so it's ah. kind of different on that level. Like she knew me as an individual right before that, but like me and her grandma, for, for instance, like of course that's gonna be in my mind. Like oh shit, holy, yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah right. but it it just is what it is. Let's let's uh let's promo some of your shit
1: on the internet that you don't okay. Wanna, that you
0: don't um, Basically, best way to keep up on my shit is probably Twitter. Yeah, what's like, your Twitter, check my Twitter? It's uh, Mood Swing King Twitter. It's just at my handle is Mood Swing King. And your then, Tumblr uh, is, is been yeah,
1: pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, My Tumblr's up. I'm going to hit that up. I started that as like a means to just pump music only, but then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want on it. So like just random shits on there, pictures, whatever the fuck. But uh, MoodSwingKing shit.tumblr.com. Uh, or mood one of the two yeah. you'll know. But uh, I usually pump it through like uh, Twitter when well, I'm on Facebook and stuff. But I haven't really like been pumping out my music through Facebook. But you can even check on Facebook, just look Mood Swing King. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. What about the new album? New album. It hasn't been like definite, but uh, thinking I'm going to call it Mood Movements. So that should be coming out early 2011. So, like I said, we're just kind Of just looking at what I have right now and just kind of getting some ideas, but uh, yeah, 2011, early 2011 should be coming out. Have some features already from uh, Stunt Double, he's one of the homeboys. Uh, Ramil, uh, Real Jay Wallace from Brother Nature, his local crew out here, and you know, I got beats from quite a few cats. Jay Blow from Roll. he's down with my crew, Famroll. Uh, I'm gonna have Nico on there actually, nice. <laughs> he's actually gonna rap on it too.
1: It's right here, I noticed the audio went bad, so we we jumped back to the the topic of race just to make sure that we uh, we got a good record of what we had been discussing.
0: Growing up in in the surroundings that I did, it didn't necessarily make me view all that that way because I'm Ni- I'm a Nigerian kid, and don't get me wrong when I say that I'm from Nigeria, like my family's from Nigeria, like I still understand the language. I might not speak it fluently, but my mom spoke Yoruba to me, and she made sure that I knew like Nigerian traditions, Nigerian view of respect and certain shit like that. Like we got disciplined in a different way. Like I got my ass beat. Like my dad had a fucking he had a fucking Yeah, he had a tool. He had an instrument to whoop my ass. Like that shit <laughs> yeah. was premeditated, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like, you know, well, just different different value sets, you know I talked so,
1: about that, uh, yeah. a good friend of mine growing up, uh this black family who yeah. like always had me over for dinner. Yeah, and, yeah, like, they yeah took me in and who I hung out with and like really got a sense of, like, black culture, but, yeah. like, the strictness and, like, the, yeah. like, uniformity of everything, like, it was a military family, but, yeah. like, I could tell that it was more than that, it was yeah. more, like, a cultural heritage type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, it was, it was different, like, yeah, I grew up in a pretty loose family where it's, yeah. like, not that much discipline, it was, like, more self-discipline. Yeah, and
0: it's, I know it's all relative, and I'm saying, oh, Nigerian is even, like, more so, but... It's like a third, you know, it's closer to a third world country. So think about how different that that would be. Like, the, it's just different levels. Yeah. Like, I just remember stories of my older brother fucking getting in trouble in Nigeria. And one time he punched out, he punched a window and um, his teacher fucking, his teacher whooped his ass. His dad whooped <laughs> his ass. Anyway, but that's just random shit. But it just. What, what's cultural like
1: out there? Is it, is it multicultural? Uh,
0: not so much not so much majority of people know. are black a, you know, religious black. wise it's half Christian half Muslim. Muslim yeah Christian and Muslim basically so there's all there's just in terms of Africa and shit and like other countries of course even Europe is different than America like we oh, all yeah. came here like we a bunch of different people came here so that's like the reality right off the bat like you that's a conscious reality Yeah. even though we you know we still deal with shit like that but in Nigeria, all those people, they've been there. Like, it's been there. Like, that's been there. The beef and shit goes so much deeper. Like, yeah, you know, Yoruba people have been there forever. Awusa people have been there forever. It's not like people it's came like, and found a land.
1: 9,000 BC. Like, they've been fight,
0: fighting since way back, way back when. Like, yeah. since motherfuckers didn't even have speech, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. People from different places. So, like I said, it's kind of, a, they, people view it as, like, the birth of life. So, going to be different and then on top of that having like a european and western influence in nigeria of course is going to shape it in a different way but yeah i don't know different different shit so i think i strayed off the topic even but yeah
1: but that's okay i mean it's sort of what we're getting to you know just like an understanding of, of different culture but so like i was talking i was talking recently with um these people from oakland on facebook yeah about um sort of the, the difference between uh, like how blacks and whites are treated like, yeah. in public, just yeah. in general. And like I think about like the Dave I think the Dave Chappelle video about like uh, the white <laughs> him and his white friend smoking a joint and and cops fucking with him. Or he We're goes up and asked direction. Yeah, that's,
0: you know, that's just common.
1: As a white guy, like trying to understand like that that level of uh, like extra stress that one has to go through, like, like so, like, you're, like, thinking when you go meet the grandma, like, you have to run through all those problems. Even though everybody else is going to be stressed meeting their girl's grandma for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what, it's stressful. Yeah. But adding one more extra stress... Yeah. ...on top of that becomes, like, a... It becomes
0: some strange extra burden. It's true, man. I mean, like, even coming... before coming here, like, I wanted to bring my weed, but... I know I'm coming, you know, I'm coming deep in East County, (laughs) and I know that, you know, I'm not, I, there's more chance that I'm going to get pulled over in East County than there is if I'm rolling around Mid-City. Yeah. Maybe that's false, but in my mind, it's not, because I, I, I grew up here, dude, like, I know. So, like, what
1: kind of experiences set you up for that, so you're like, I, I'm sure you're speaking on
0: experience, right? Okay, well, for fucking first off, I mean, I grew up in L.A., like fucking Rodney King, race riots. Like, I was in, like, I saw all that shit. Like, my homies had Jordans because of that shit. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) all, you know, race in LA is fucked up because it's like, it's out in the open more. And it's just because there's so many different, it's just a melting pot. Like, different Asian, you know, so many different Asian. You know, LA is a different, different view in that sense. I feel like, Race was more tense there, and then I moved to San Diego, and it it is very apparent that race is an issue. But it is, I don't, I don't know if it's less talked about because I don't think it is, but it's very, it's more taboo to come out of the mouth with it. You know, yeah. I mean, people yeah. have more of a conservative tongue when it comes to that kind of shit. Yeah. You know, but then again, there's been times in East County driving, walking around. You know, walk crossing the street. There was one time we got in a fight with these cats. Uh, these cats jumped out, get out the street, niggers! Like you know, <laughs> and, you know we we were we were kids too. Me and my boy Russell, and then we ended up boxing these two fucking cats. You know, over just over some ignorant ass shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, but moving here, you know, L.A. is predominantly black, like where I grew up anyway. Like it was predominantly black, and I moved here sophomore year of high school. And straight up, it was like fucking Disneyland, dude. Like it was, it was. I was worried about like first day of school. <laughs> it's peachy, no joke, right? no joke, though, dude. Like for like in, in 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 um in LA, like if you start a new school, you need to know what fucking you know. Is it mainly Bloods there that run, run the school? Crips there? Like you need to know what colors to wear to school the first day. Like you don't, know, you know what I'm saying? Like I, th- I don't bang, demo. dude. Yeah, yeah, I don't but bang, but you know, you
1: knew how to look out for yourself. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: exactly. But like. You know, I remember starting school here. My first day of school, I was like, fuck. You know, that was like an issue to me. That was like a thing I was thinking about. And then uh, I got here and it was just kind of like, whoa, dude. Like, everybody's friendly and shit. Like, it's just different, you know. It's a weird place. ass city. It's, it's a weird ass city. But you know yeah, what? Some city.
1: of those motherfuckers might still have been calling you a
0: nigger. Oh, that, exactly. You know That's the mean? thing. No, That's I know that up. for a fact. Yeah, I know that for a fact, and I've dealt with that shit. That's fucking. I've dealt with that many times. But you know what? I I never. And again, that
1: gets back to this podcast thing, like yeah. really being like being open, yeah. like finding out what is it that makes motherfuckers act like that. Yeah. Like, what is it in that? What where does that fear come from? From both sides, yeah. too. No, you're right. You're right. You and, know, because I've been mistaken for a racist a number of times, just by the way I look. You oh, know, like yeah. I have a shaved head and yeah. fucking
0: tattoos. I'm not going to lie. When I first moved out here, if I met you, I would have probably think you're, you know, because that was why I, I never, I didn't see people with white guys with shaved heads and tattoos and fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, dicky shorts and shit running around, like in LA, like that, like basically you're a skinhead. You look like a skinhead. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because if most, if most of my cousins that live in L.A. now came and hung out with most of my friends, yeah. like, looking like you, you dirtbag <laughs> motherfuckers, you know right. what I mean? They'd be like, dude, yo, hangs out with a bunch of fucking skinheads. It's like, or, or essays, or whatever, however yeah. they want to put it, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's it's true, dude. I, I don't know where that comes from, and I ain't going to lie and say that I don't have that view either, but I've all, I just feel like I've always not. Be, don't get me wrong you look at me you would probably think African American right off the bat however you want to put it whatever yeah. black African American but you know in my well mind, yeah for sure I, I remember never... I think
1: I think the first time I saw you out in public like we may have been like internet friends was mm-hmm. at some show yeah and you rolled in with like Adam and like three other white dudes, so yeah, you're yeah. like a ten foot tall black dude. So probably going to a mistake, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But what is it? Why? Why do we got? Why do we got to like classify everything, and like move into our our particular our?
0: Like our I group? said, there's wow. a certain level of comfort. Yeah. I mean, it just is. I mean, I'm 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 I'm, I, I'm guilty of it. Everyone's guilty of it, dog. Like shit. There's just. We we classify things. We it's just our nature. It's like compulsive nature, just like the process, like we do that shit. Like we ha we I don't think there's a way to avoid it. Like don't get me wrong. I feel like you can the world can evolve to a point where everything is just mixed, especially with like technology these days and things of that nature. But ultimately we still fall back to that shit. Like we just do that. We that's what we do. We put the we put the fucking plastic cups with the plastic cups and fucking glass cups with the glass cups in our cabinet like yeah. we do that weird kind of organized shit. yeah yeah just, we do that and like i you know i think i had i had a
1: lot of animosity in like high school um because like i grew up poor like yeah. we never had a lot yeah. like we struggled and i I never had like that like stereotypical easy white life yeah you know it's yeah. like like yeah. the tv show it's version as, yeah
0: You know? Oh, beaver cleave your ass. Yeah, right?
1: and Like, a part of me would always get sort of, like, pissed that I would get, like, sort of bunched up in that. And part of my um, debate that I had about this, uh, when I was talking about the, um, what the fuck is the the name of the theory Mm -hmm.
0: now? uh... Wasn't there, like, a book or something called, like, Invisible Man? The Invisible Man, and it was basically, I remember reading some stuff. Maybe I might be wrong. It's this crazy white guy. Okay. Who
1: makes white people feel like guilty for being white, basically? Oh, okay. And so that was something. So back to my what I was yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Anyway, so that I got off track. Like, I was in this class um, yeah. that was set up to. It was called Avid. Right, oh, yeah I'm, a yeah, I'm a rabbit So I got put into that because yeah. for some reason my school thought I was Native American. Like They had some ra- record of me being Native American somehow, uh-huh. and I ended up kind of just being in this class. At least that's the perceived notion that I had. Maybe there was some other yeah. thing to it. But it was to basically set uh, minorities up to be able to go and, and move on to college and, okay. and sort of give... A group of people who may not have the opportunity to Different get opportunity. to get onto that right yeah. pathway to do a thing, yeah, right? yeah, like it was a good class, but so here I am in this class, like feeling kind of guilty, like the way that each class runs out like like- like even though I know like white America has suppressed a large portion of of people, uh-huh. like it's such a small portion, like oh, yeah. Like, the way the class was taught, it made me feel like I was one of those people. And then I had to be kind of defensive in the class with, with the, uh, with uh, particularly okay. the Mexicans in the class. Yeah. Um, cause really we didn't, I think there may have been one black kid in the class. Yeah. I had no black kids out here. Yeah,
0: right? yeah, yeah.
1: And like, I bet it built some sort of like, just one little instance where I'm like, well, fuck these people. Right? Yeah. Like, here I am lumped into this group of, of people whose benefits uh, I'm not receiving. Yeah, yeah. White privilege. Okay, White privilege. That's what okay. I was trying to, okay. to get to. Like, I've never felt like I've, I've gained that. and okay. But it's it's with, I, I didn't, what I didn't understand was that it's that one less stress in, in certain social anxiety type situations or whatever. But... On the other hand, like let's say with the cops, right? Like cops are gonna sweat you. Mm-hmm. Like I had it. I have. I have just as many issues. Like even yeah. though I'm a white kid, I I'm still like I shaved head and tattoos. Like yeah. sometimes I get mistaken for being Mexican because I'm I'm tan. Oh, yeah, right? right. Of
0: course. So I'm in.
1: I went to Granite Hills, uh, okay. right down the bottom of the hill, right here. Okay, so I grew up up here in Crest almost my whole life. Yeah, and, like, we knew when there was a black person in. Oh yeah, hill, right? yeah, you did. But right now it's not so much like yeah, that. Yeah, that's But, but still, it's like if you see, like, yeah, I, I saw a black and a white dude walking down no, yeah, the street. Oh yeah, it's still kind of like, like hey, yeah. that's, that's yeah, yeah, a little it's different, than, different. different.
0: Than, what, than what's normal. Yeah, man. See, I mean, it's just. Yeah, we do that. We just naturally do that kind of shit.
1: It's just that step that some people take where all of a sudden, well, okay, this is
0: different, so I have to hate it. Yeah. You know. But with the white privilege thing, I feel that okay, you I I don't think it's it's easy to put in terms like that. It's not it's not like white privilege you know what I'm saying? Like it's really hard to put things into it's terms It's like, like statistics, that. like it's really yeah, just yeah, such exactly a, it's real specific to say story. that shit. But I can't lie, like being a black male, like I feel that there's certain things that I would not necessarily do. You know what I'm saying? That like, I that I would that have you no could probably yeah, does. yeah. You know what I mean? That you might I talk to back to talk- cops. I don't fucking talk back to cops. Fucking I see a cop, it's like shut down mode, dog. Like I turn the music down for no reason. Like it helps me think or some shit. Like I, I, I and it's not it I, I I'm scared of the cops. I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. That's that's just me, my dad. I was always, never, he's fucked with the cops, but he's always told me, dude, don't fuck with the cops. Like, (laughs) just don't fuck with my uncles, everything. Like, I just know not to fuck with the cops, so. Yeah. It's, like, ingrained in me. It's ingrained in me, and I know my, you know, it's just America, I feel like, especially. But maybe
1: that, that, I think, I think there's something to that in having a strict father. I really, like, I think I was defiant of authority. Okay. Right out the gate, kind of. But I think part of that was not having strict parents. Um, it allowed me like I I wasn't really defiant towards my parents, but yeah. like teachers and perceived authority, yeah. like I always questioned. Okay. And like I've called out cops, like for instance, I'm sure let's so this is probably a story that, that you probably wouldn't tell. Yeah. Like I was I was skateboarding over the taco shop, right, from yeah. my old apartment. And I crossed the middle of the street. Or I get I pick up my skateboard and I typically would jaywalk across the street because it's light yeah. and take forever. I pick the skateboard up and I look and I see a cop car coming down the street. So I run. I skate back over to the crosswalk that had just turned from green walk to the hand. Yeah. And went running across the street. I get to the other side and the cop had seen me stop and turn around and go back around. Yeah. So he stops in the suicide lane and gets out of the car. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Nothing. You no, know, go yeah. in the talking shop. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you look like you're about to cross the street." I was like, "Oh yeah, but that's," I, or he was like, "You were, you cross the street when it was a red light?" I was like, "No, no, no, it was it was blinking." So literally, he's parked in the middle of the road, right, and walks across the street to me and asks me for my ID or some shit. And I was like, "What's the problem? What do you what are you asking me for?" He's like, "You jaywalked because it was a red. It was the red light." Yeah. And I was like, "Well." You just parked in the middle of the street and walked across the street. Didn't you just do the same thing? How are you going to break my balls about jaywalking if you just did it? See? And he got all red in the face and yeah. veins started popping out. He's like, you want to backtalk me, punk? And then yeah. I'll give you a ticket. I was like, what are you going to give me a ticket for? I crossed up the light. And got a little mouthy again. Yeah. And he, he had to let me go because he, he couldn't do anything. Yeah. But there's something, there's something to that, like that maybe they could take it a step further with you because yeah, just because you're sick.
0: I definitely color. had to take it take a step further. On, even on some shit where it's like, I'm being fucking model citizen type shit. And just, you know, I, I do nothing wrong, but just I've been pulled over to fucking North Park for all some bullshit. Like, oh, we've had reports of a stolen car and this, that, and the third. It's like, come on, really? Like, bullshit that I know has nothing. Just checking to for do. warrants, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, just checking for shit like that, like Rachel Profile. It is yeah. what it is, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I definitely don't. I don't mouth off the cops. I just don't. I mouth just did off one them.
1: recently this summer actually yeah. that I put on the internet. I did a yeah. story about that I went down to film the uh, the Barry McGee murals yeah. that were downtown.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And a Mexican, a female Mexican cop came up to me and asked me for my ID and what I was doing over there because they saw me filming and taking pictures. They yeah. looked at my shorts. I got paint all over my shorts.
0: Yeah.
1: I think I probably had paint on my hands, and they're like. They thought I was doing They, they thought shit. somebody walked up to those buildings and did and just started two-story tall throw- ups down the whole city block right During the the city day. Yeah. yeah I was like you guys are idiots but I was laughing about it right yeah, So like yeah. you guys don't know what's going on but I do and yeah, it's kind of funny, right and I'm not and so the cop comes over she's like, can I can I get your ID? Can I see your ID And I was like, do I have the opportunity or is it within my rights to tell you no She said yes. And I had just been talking to uh, the public defenders like detective or something. Yeah. Was out there with her little badge because right next to City Hall. Mm-hmm. A black woman. Yeah. She looks over at me and does this little head nod, like just a little quick head nod. As soon as I asked the question, do I have the right to tell you or to tell you that no, you can't see head. Yeah, right? was just like, like yeah. she gave me a little like yeah, like a, le- yeah. a little legal advice yeah, for yeah. a second. And I was like, and the the cops said, Yes, you do. I was like, "All right, well then, I'm gonna uh, exercise that right and not give you my ID." Yeah. It's like, "Oh, could play this game," and I was like, "I'm not playing games with you. I'm just exercising my rights as an American citizen," and I started getting all lippy with yeah, her, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, she walked away and got pissed. Like she was yeah. upset that I didn't buckle. There's something to that. Like I think it's important for for even for like people no, like I you, know, I know, to to question those authorities because it's within it's within your constitutional rights to say. You can't treat me like that. That's not within...
0: It's important for us to question power. There's a definite level that I will go to. If a cop is just pulling me over and I know it's on some bullshit, I'm not immediately going to be on some fucking like abrasive... like. Is there a fucking... You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not going to be on some shit like that. Yeah. And I won't even... Just because I know, ultimately, if, regardless, out of my power, it'll end up in paying money, doing time some sort of bullshit on my fucking record that'll fucking hold me back ultimately. Yeah. But there's a certain level. Don't get it twisted. And like, that's
1: the white privilege, right? That, I, risk, the, yeah. that risk, the the ultimate risk seems to be okay. greater for you than it is yeah. for me for some reason.
0: Okay, I mean, that makes sense. If you want to put it as white privilege, if it's if a, we're term, a, a you know, no, If we're just an overall topic, term, right? I guess that makes sense, but... Yeah. With minute little stories yeah. involved. Don't get me wrong. That's, 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 yeah, it's to a certain fucking level. Because yeah. if a cop were... And let's say if a cop is fucking kicking my ass in a gutter or some shit like that, I'm gonna do everything in my power, even if that means taking that cop's life to fucking you know protect myself as well. If I know that that's a risk I'm facing, self preservation. Don't get me, yeah, exactly. Like I'm a libertarian do a sense, my damn self, you know. Don't, <laughs> yeah, You know, I'm not gonna necessarily take it to that level, but right off the bat, lippy type shit, it's just a risk. I look at it as a risk, and like, yeah, you can put it into that. That term, white privilege, yeah. I do feel it really, like it the, the, it's true. The idea is I'm still trying to
1: understand it. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's yeah. we have to have these type of conversations no, that makes for sense. for for us to understand those things.
0: No, it totally makes sense. I, I feel like it definitely makes sense. More so I there. think there's a
1: shift happening in our culture, like among people our age. Like there's there's a change happening among ideas races, I think.
0: I feel like the world is just getting smaller. Like you said, the, you know, through globalization in general, like internet, you know, we we can communicate on these numerous levels that allows us to to learn things about people and even just. I remember looking back to my elementary school, my junior high and stuff. School, and looking back to my friends' junior highs, like they were pretty race specific, you know. And mm-hmm. these days, I go to my, I look at my nephew's fucking uh, like basketball pictures and shit like that, and. You know, there's speckles of you know just differences, yeah. change. changes. A lot, of course, there's a lot of change. And you know, know what? That makes white people scared. Oh, for some reason, not just no. I wouldn't say just white people though. Also conservative. 100%. I feel like conservative, people. like people, because even even some people aren't comfortable with. I'm sure some. Uh, I don't know. People, okay, people grow association with their nation. It's not about like their culture. There's a different culture that's evolving these days, I feel like. Like, people don't want to lose, people have a fear of losing a sense of self, you know? And I think that ultimately that's where that shit comes from, you know? Like, they don't want to. If you're fucking Native American, if you're a certain tribe, you want to be known, you want to have that pride to have that tribe if you know about it, you know? Yeah. But these days, like, there's a lot of people that don't have that sense of self and they're finding that sense of self that's just evolving like in the states we're a young ass country anyway you yeah know? so
1: maybe it's that we're understanding that that sort of, that sense of self doesn't really exist That that it's sort of an illusion that's true that I because could, it could be seen as that definitely that's probably what the 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 older culture that is like say your grandma's like you marry a, a nice Nigerian girl yeah like there's a sense of of pride in in culture that you're like trying to keep that that lineage running.
0: No, it's true, I and it's almost that.
1: like like people that like could see like feel like it, like their their lineage gets diluted. Yeah, maybe. And that sounds like such a negative connotation, right? It does, but right. But like that's yeah, the sort some of people the feel that
0: way. Yeah, I think we're, like shit
1: like that. Like, but all you have to do is keep going back a generation, right? Like oh, keep yeah, going, keep, back no, more. Keep going back. That's what
0: I'm saying. It's the same thing. I think we got it. You wow. feel pretty good about that? Yeah,
1: yeah, that works. It's 3 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. That was perfect. All right, my man. Cool. Thank you for good doing the out. show. No, I appreciate it. That was fun, it. dude. That yeah, was cool. Dude. I hope I hope the sound isn't fucked. If it is, are I might cry. No, that's <laughs> all good, dude. But at least it looks. It seems like there's like a couple good parts. That... Well,
0: whatever whatever you can work in, dude. You ain't okay. Live Free Podcast Motherfuckers. 2010. Music by Moosling King Runaway. Road to Dreams Take featuring Surge and Archie Dean. God help me. God help me. Huh. Seat yeah. Surge. Prep 1. Right. Archie Dean. That's swings. Who would have stopped? Shit, steady rapping where we keep from haters, keep hatin' White girl on my peacock. Prime time me on neon, Dion. Fuck a peon. Pixar, flick shit, infinity and beyond. Mixed up mind stays like what the fuck is Dion? Stay chilled out like my heart pumps freon. on. Probably all the trees, the said it is I be on. Watch a girl, she been fuckin' since you lost squat speed on. I'll up your shoulder to lean on. Same smile that you kiss her right now. It's the same smile I see on. Hurtin' like psyches got flow Dion. Broken dreams on the track. Motherfucker put a peon. Life's hard, but we harder. Fake caps wanna step, watch it. neck. Or get cut by the bar, or butter. Drink smoke, I fuck. Just to self-medicate. With no such luck, man, I still can't get my head up straight. Third, got some tough love. a sucker trying to hate. We could start a beat, sampling how your bones break. You got to chill for your own sake. We knock it out the park, MDR then in the home plate do not take too much just slap you out your socks. You try to talk, but it matters not. I grab my nuts like I'm stepping in the manners box. I seen the cops staking out my place. Peace on the block, so nobody safe. It's best to brace yourself for the impact. we drop us in the blocks and spitting paper thin wraps. You enter out, but your ounce got no bounce. And when it really counts, you're falling flat. They say we don't know how to act, man. We neighbors to the third world, homie, check your map. SD, show me where you at. Rappers lack like the aptitude to with broken dreams. I oh, check. Dean shop record with emergency broadcast. This is not a test. My team, Mega Death in the West, King Stepping the groove and sessions it's As real as it gets. Guaranteed to breathe and heat till it sweats Villains of vets with so skill on the breath Serving niggas like the omen turn words to flesh Trauma infused, consume galaxies when the drama ensues Better pray we don't bust like a swallow balloon Swallow buffoons, choking on fumes, trying to follow a tune That's all bubble like the bottom of